coming up on The Potter's Touch. One of the greatest ministries and one of the greatest liberties you will ever have is to say yes to the notion that I may have to walk this out by myself. Paul says, happily feeling after God, I may have to go it alone. You'll never find the right person until you have reconciled the fact that you're enough by yourself. everybody. I'm excited to have this opportunity to be in your homes or wherever you are viewing the broadcast today to share a word from the Lord with you. Certain situations will persist in your life despite your church and your teaching. Jesus will touch the place that hurts the most. Is it possible to get treatment and still be blind? Hmm. Let's find out. Close your eyes for a minute. Imagine what would happen in this room right now if you lost your sight and you had to make it to your car blind. Remember where you parked? You know about where the bridge is. You know where the sidewalk is and you know where the steps are. But how good would you be at getting out of here if you had to go blind. Thank you. In my text this morning, Jesus has come on a man who not only is blind, he is born blind. Blindness is all that he knows. He has nothing to compare it to he has nothing that he can remember. Blind is all that he knows. And as Jesus moves in close proximity to this man, a question emerges about the man. The question comes from the entourage surrounding Jesus. The question they ask, look at this man. He is born blind. Who sinned? His mother, his father, or him? That he would be born blind. Excuse me, the whole question is stupid. How could you ask, did he sin when he was born blind. But people are always looking for somebody to blame. Maybe it's his mother's fault or his father's fault. Have you ever had your children get into something and you blamed yourself? Worse still, have you had other people secretly behind your back whispering, I thought she was a woman of God. I thought they was to pray. I thought they was Christian people. Look at what's going on with their children. 
whose sin, whose fault is this? That I find myself in this dilemma. This is, this is not the ideal situation. It is not reflective of my belief system. And yet, here I am in this situation. This, this public situation. How do you hide being blind? You can hide being broke. How can you hide being blind? And yet there are times in our lives that God puts us in situations where we cannot see. I, I, I look at all of you brothers, you buff brothers. Big old biceps and triceps and boom, tough. But how will the muscles help you? If you go blind. I came to tell you that your crisis is a setup for the glory of God. I don't know who this is for this morning. I don't know who's been groping through the darkness of your life. I don't know anybody who's stuck right now and said, for where I am, I should have been further. For my age, I expected to have more. For what I had, I thought I'd be further along, but I'm groping in the darkness, and I wonder, will I ever be happy? Will I ever be free? Will I ever be able to see? Will I ever be out of debt? Will I ever be whole? Will I ever, I came to tell you, God's gonna get some glory. He let you be blind. He let you be broke. He let you be humiliated. He let you be embarrassed. He let you suffer. He let everybody see you suffering. He let them murmur about you at the beauty shop, at the barber shop, and turn their nose up at the PTA meeting. He, he let the neighbors drive past and point at your house and say, have you heard what's going on in that house? See, he needed it to go public so that when he turns it around, Jesus says, this man is blind for the glory. I wonder if you've ever considered that your blindness, your barrenness, your emptiness, your loneliness, your singleness, your unhappily marriedness, It's for the glory of God that, that God let you do everything that you could do to fix yourself and let it not work. And he let other people try to help you and it still didn't work so that you could see that if you don't get this from God, it's not gonna happen. I don't know who I'm talking to. 
And they, and they brought him to Jesus and Jesus said, it's gonna be for the glory of God. 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 I know it's tough right now, but it's gonna be for the glory of God. I, I know you're crying right now, but it's gonna be for the glory of God. I know you're embarrassed right now, but it's, it's gonna be for the glory of God. I know it's not the house you want, but it's gonna be for the glory of God. I know you're not working the job of your dreams, but it's gonna be for the glory of God. I know nobody's called you to preach, but it's gonna be for the glory of God. Preachers, I went seven years with nobody calling me to preach. And because they didn't call me, I started wondering, did God call me? I didn't know that my blindness was gonna be for the... Ten people tell them it's gonna happen. 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 Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. It's gonna happen. 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 It's gonna. It's gonna happen. Be careful. It's gonna happen. Don't give up, it's gonna happen. Don't faint, it's gonna happen. Don't collapse, it's gonna happen. Help me preach it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You may not see it right now. You may not see it right now. Still to come on the Potter's Touch. Paul said, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I'm forgetting that which is behind me. I'm reaching to that which is before me. I press, I press, I press. I press to every person who's working from a deficit. This is a season where you gotta press. And every time you take a step, you gotta say, God, I thank you. I made another step. I may not be there yet, but I praise you for another step. I'm not out of debt yet, but I praise you for another step. I'm not free yet, but I praise him. Somebody praise him for another step. Violent clashes continue between protesters and police. Reports released describe an all-out assault. There have been nearly two dozen hurricane-related deaths. 49 white crosses for the 49 killed in the nation's worst mass shooting. Trevor! That means you're bringing forth. You're giving birth. Something getting ready to happen. If you ever want God to do something for you, just put on your morning clothes. You have been in a season of painful need, and the devil's trying to convince you that God is not there. But the devil is alive. He broke you so he could increase you. God will turn your mourning into joy, for he has given me the oil of gladness, a garment of praise. Get ready for the glory. Join Bishop T.D. Jakes and Bishop Jackie McCullough for Woman Thou Art Loosed at Megafest as we break through what's holding back the promise. Though we often don't think about it, water is part of our daily lives. However, 85% of the world's population lives in the driest half of the planet. What does that mean? This translates to 783 million people not having access to clean water with almost 2.5 billion individuals suffering from inadequate sanitation. 
This adds up to 6 to 8 million people dying annually from water-related diseases. But there's something you can do to help alter these statistics. MegaCare is all about changing lives by supplying the simple yet vital element of water to those who need it. From installing water stations all over Eastern Africa and providing much needed drinking water to those in Flint, Michigan and West Virginia, to furnishing individuals with water filtration devices and digging wells in Kenya, MegaCare is saving countless lives by giving the gift of clean, crystal clear water. Consider helping by volunteering your time or making a regular donation. By uniting with MegaCare, you'll be a part in ensuring the health of people all over the globe. For more information, visit MegaCare online at www.megacaremissions.org. I want you to understand that even when you cannot see your way clear, you have to, number one, go by what you hear. Go by what you hear. The man was blind, but he wasn't deaf. And when one thing breaks down on you, you got to work with what's left. You don't need anything you lost to bless you. Somebody up in that balcony ought to holler about that. You don't need anything you lost to bless you. God said, I don't need neither I. I don't need neither I. You're going to have to go by what you hear. That's why you got to be careful who speaks into your ear. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Well, why is faith important? Because the Bible said we walk by faith and not by sight. So I don't need my eyes to get to the pool. Let me try them over here. I don't need my eyes to get to the pool. I don't need nothing I lost to get to the pool. I didn't need my daddy to raise me. I didn't need my mama to love me. I didn't need a degree I don't have. I don't need nothing that I lost. Shandu. God said, I'm going to bring you into your destiny and we're going to do it by ear. So, I want you to go by what you hear, what you hear, rather than crying about what you lost. Stop saying I can't get there because so-and-so didn't go, and I can't get there because so-and-so didn't raise me, and I can't get there because so-and-so didn't love me, and I can't get there because I'm too old, and I can't get there because I'm too black, and I can't get there because, stop it! You may have to go differently. You may have to go slower. You may have to stumble a few times. You may have to cry yourself to sleep. But you got to keep it moving, baby. You got to go by what you hear. Am I helping anybody this morning? Number two, I want you to understand 
that every step is a blessing. Every step is a blessing. To a blind man, every step is a blessing. It's not about the destination. It's about making the next step without falling. And so don't delay your praise for the finish line. Every time you take a step, you need to give God a praise because every step is a blessing. Paul said, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I'm forgetting that which is behind me. I'm reaching to that which is before me. I press, I press, I press, I press to every person who's working from a deficit. This is a season where you gotta press. And every time you take a step, you gotta say, God, I thank you. I made another step. I may not be there yet, but I praise you for another step. I'm not out of debt yet, but I praise you for another step. I'm not free yet, but I praise him. Somebody praise him for another step. Number three, the salve didn't work, the, the touch didn't work, the talking didn't work. Number three is, it only works if you work it. The word only works if you work it. Victory only works if you work it. Deliverance only works if you work it. God is not gonna do it for you. He's going to do it with you. It will only work if you work it. Faith without it, uh -huh, being alone, it only works if you work it. You can hear it all day long, but if you don't do it, it's not gonna work for you. I can teach you all day long, but if you don't apply the principles, it won't work for you. I can give you the recipe for a cake, but you can't eat the recipe. It will only work if you work it. It only be bread if you work it. It only works if you work it. It only works if you work it. It only works if you work it. Slap somebody and say, work that thing. <laughs> You see, you've been shouting about it, but you need to work that thing. You've been dancing about it, but you need to work that thing. You've been teaching about it, but you need to work it. I am shocked at the people who can teach stuff that they can't do. It only works. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Number four, always go to something bigger than yourself. Always go to something bigger than yourself. I'm wondering if you've been defeated because you have been giving yourself wholly to something that was too small to hold you. <laughs> have you thrust yourself into a glass of water? Have you leaped off the diving board into a cereal bowl person? Are you not guilty? of immersing yourself into things that were too small to hold your vision. Number five, immerse yourself beyond yourself. Immerse yourself beyond yourself. I want you to get this. Sometimes you've been so committed to you that you have never immersed yourself beyond yourself. You're spitting in your own eye. 
You're trying to heal your own condition. The reason nobody can tell you anything is because you are your own physician. You wrote the story that you read and you believe it to be the truth. You have never immersed yourself beyond yourself. You're your own doctor. And the other part of point five, if you don't immerse yourself beyond yourself, then you'll never be able to redefine yourself. Jesus tells the blind man, immerse yourself beyond yourself and you will redefine yourself. I won't explain to you why that's true. You're out of inventory. You have used everything you knew. If you don't immerse yourself beyond yourself, your bag of tricks is empty. Every smart thing you knew to say to yourself, you've already said it, and you're still blind. But if you immerse yourself beyond yourself, you'll get fresh water cleansing with old problems in your life. You need irrigation or something fresh. Immerse yourself beyond yourself. And so the Bible says that the blind man went forth. He went blind. He went down to the pool blind. The Bible said he immersed himself beyond himself. And then it says he came back seeing which is redefining yourself. He simply ceased to be a blind man by immersing himself beyond himself. He redefined himself. If you only immerse yourself with people who are doing what you're doing, if you only immerse yourself with people who are into what you're into, how can you get loose from something? when you only immerse yourself in the very thing you're trying to get out of. Now, as I close, I want to give you this one final idea. Can you imagine what seeing is like to somebody who has never seen before? Do you know what it's like to get something for which you have no point of reference? <laughs> something that, that your background doesn't reflect, your family doesn't reflect, where you came from doesn't reflect, your education doesn't reflect. Nothing supports what God did in your life, but you just find yourself in something that you can't even describe to anybody how you got it because it doesn't even fit any point of reference. You can't say I did this and it made that happen. I did that and it made the other thing happen. This is a crazy ridiculous thing that happens in your life and you can't even tell everybody about it because all of the bodies around you can't relate to what God did in your life. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And, and you, you're looking for somebody who's happy for you but they can't even relate to you because what you did broke so many rules it doesn't fit into any context that they had for you and now you're out there by yourself and you're doing this thing that you have never done before and you're walking around talking about oh my god oh my god God. Ooh. 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 
there's somebody in this room that because of the horrible background you came from, what God has done in your life is normal to other people. But the reason you are so grateful is because you never had what they had ever in your life and you walking around and talking, whoo, whoo. Do you know how hard it is to find somebody who's happy for you? Wait a minute, wait a minute, because you got your hair done. Happy for you because you bought a car. <laughs> Happy for you because your utilities are on in your name. Happy for you because you, you started a little business. It's in your kitchen, but it's your business and it's going. And then, oh, y'all are talking to me. Y'all are talking to me. You can only understand that joy that I'm talking about when you have gone blind after something and came back seeing. <laughs> Gone after your GED and came back with it. Gone back to school, took you 10 years to get it done, but you got your degree. And uh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. See, this is what I mean by crazy praise. It's not how wild you jump. It's the kind of stuff that you praise God for that only God knows what it means for you to get what you got. The problem is not your God. Your problem is not your seed. Your problem is your soil. You need to be in an environment of possibilities. You need to be fed in the stream of you can do it, people. God is not going to do it for you. He's going to do it through you. If you understand that, it empowers you to take responsibility and watch the Holy Spirit do supernatural works in your life. It's been a real pleasure to share the word of the Lord with you today. And I believe the best is yet to come. You're gonna move forward. You're gonna receive everything that God has for you if you have the courage to go blind. Have a great week. 2016 brought transformative change. And as you recommit in 2017, your purpose will come into focus. The muscle in my eye that pulls everything into focus with age has gotten weaker. So I had to buy me some strength. You're the only thing that's holding my head together. If it wasn't for you, I would have lost my mind. Th th that level of intimacy, where you have moments with God. Touch your neighbor and say, I had a moment with God. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's rejuvenating message, Come Into Focus on CD, as well as our custom 2017 Year in Focus wall calendar. He's getting ready to do something supernatural in your life, and you're putting too much energy into things that are not profitable. We want to encourage you to recommit 2017. Recommit to God, your family, and His divine purpose for your life. This is your year. God is calling you to come into focus.
feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.